Hi, Betsy Fisher here with the occasional episode of A Thousand Fibers Connect Us, conversations about the particular clothing in our closets and the broader role of clothing in our lives. Hi, this is Betsy Fisher, and I'm so pleased for you to meet Sandra Powers Murphy. Sandra has the ultimate job. She designs shoes that are as comfortable as sneakers and some of the most beautiful, elegant pumps, flats, and boots you've ever seen. So without further ado, I want you to meet Sandra and hear a little bit about her remarkable life and her huge journey to designing shoes. Well, Betsy, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to chat with you and your amazing uh, base. And I, I think, uh, you know, I've been in finance for my whole career and decided a good five plus years ago that there was one problem that was just really causing me uh, a lot of challenge, which was footwear. I was traveling extensively and constantly walking around city streets. And what I found is that a lot of the people that I would travel with when I had the pleasure of traveling with other women professionals or at network and conference events, we would all sort of stand around and talk about how uncomfortable our feet were. Um, I tend to have two feet that are slightly different sizes and uh, kept having the problem of, do I bring extra shoes with me? How do I get something that's not killing my feet by the end of the day and is actually supportive? I had friends that had bunion surgery um, and just really felt like there had to be a better way. And so I one day was in uh, New York City. I was uh, needing to get to Penn Station. I have a whole gaggle of kids and, and don't like to stay away overnight if I don't have to and had decided that I um, would try to catch this train out of the city at the end of the day to get back to Boston. And it was pouring rain. And this was pre-Uber. You can imagine that time. And there were, <laughs> there were no taxis to be had. And I really wanted to, to catch this train. So I decided the only possible way would be to take my shoes off and run for it. It was about 10 blocks. And so I ran through New York City in the rain, barefoot, like a crazy person, and oh. uh, landed, uh, landed at Penn Station and made the train and wondered what I probably uh, had done to myself. But it was in that moment that I really thought, you know, there really just has to be some way someone could solve this. Um, and... A couple of years later, actually, a, uh, I had brought in a marketing assistant and we were just chatting one day and she said, what would you do if you could do anything? I said, I would really just solve the shoe problem. And I knew right away I needed to give it a go. And so the last five years have been spent really trying to create the, uh, the ultimate to me, which is to create a classic, iconic, uh, in some cases, pointed toe a uh, fashion luxury brand that actually also is supportive, orthotic grade, athletic inspired, uh, really a sneaker inside for women who are on the go as I was and as I am. Are you still in finance or do you do this full time? I am fully transitioning uh, at the moment. I still have my, uh, my toe in the door for regulatory reasons. I have a team that I love. We support women in diversity managers, uh, investment managers, and it's something I'm very passionate about. I had put a book out on marketing. So I really had a full career. It was just kind of amazing to have just decided that this problem was just too great to to, you know, let languish and that I had to give it a go. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. It wasn't an easy choice for me uh, to make, but uh, it's easy in retrospect because I feel so passionate about what we're trying to do. I really do. I think women 
deserve something that combines the best um, that's out there. There's so many new technologies. There's so much happening in the sneaker world that just is not making it to luxury women's fashion and uh, in, in, a, in a dress way, in an iconic classic way. And I think we're doing that with Scarlet Chase and I'm really excited about it. We're very lucky that you made this decision to transition from the marketing and finance into shoes full-time, but that's also a lovely set of skills you bring to the project. Um, before we go into a little bit of the business side, what inspired, for example, the choice of name? That's a great question because uh, if anyone researched the brand, I think it's uh, you know, it's a it's an interesting comment to make on a podcast, but there is a um, a personality that has the name Scarlet Chase uh, with only one T, which is nothing nothing like the brand. And um, I, I think when I set, established the brand, which was at the very beginning of this, I knew right away uh, what I wanted to use as a name because Scarlet is our youngest of six children. And um, she's a type one diabetic, and I think just a complete warrior in her own right of what she's been through. Um, and I just made the decision that that was the right name. And then Chase is my grandmother, who I just always was a huge mentor, and I just absolutely adored. And so to me, the name was just sort of a natural um, to go to market with as a powerful a combination of two really powerful women, a young woman and a more mature woman that were such a, are such ballast in my life. Uh, and so that's where the name Scarlet Chase came from. I absolutely love that. How do you handle this with your other five? Uh, so when I put the book out uh, that I wrote about marketing, I published it under uh, a consulting company that I have called Noble Arc Ventures. And Noble was my grandmother's maiden name and Chase was her married name. And so my older daughter, uh, her middle name is Noble. So I sort of used that first and then decided I was going to go full, full in and uh, utilize Chase uh, and really acknowledge that heritage. That's incredibly meaningful. It's a, that's a whole other story in its own right. My grandparents were both orphans and met each other along the way and just have these amazing life stories and the importance of family to them. And they were such hard workers. And, and uh, my grandmother loved to travel. And there's just so many commonalities about her that made her such a center of my life. So to me, it's just been a gift to be able to uh, put her legacy into something that I feel so passionate about. I like that. It's not just shoes and marketing, but that it's in your beautiful children as well. That's amazing how we stand on each other's shoulder and carry our ancestors. It's true. It's a gift too, to take those stories and memories with you and, and make something of it that's meaningful to you. Everyone can do it in their own way. And I hope that's a life lesson that we all look to pass on to our children you know, the importance of that heritage and family and, and doing something that you love and that's meaningful to you and that you think is going to help others. I like that you get to do that in fashion because it is of huge benefit. I have feet that are also different sizes. I have an incredible pronation. And I have to admit that every time somebody says to me, oh, we have good new shoes, I think, uh-huh, <laughs> but I'm not going to be able to wear them. So I was really surprised and really pleased when the box of samples you sent arrived. First, the box the box of boxes was beautifully packed. Then when I opened the lid, saw all these perfectly packed boxes, they have ribbons. Each one of them looks like a jewel box. And so after I took the ribbon off, take the lid off, 
fold back the paper, everything is perfect. And then the shoe doesn't disappoint. So it is actually supportive under the arch. It had enough of a heel cup so that I didn't feel like I was slipping out the back. You included shims so that I could change the front. Everything about the experience of putting on this shoe made me realize this is my best shot at ever wearing beautiful pumps and boots again. Well, oh, I thank you. I appreciate that. It's um, it's really exactly what I set out to do and what we're keeping working on and innovating every day because I do think it's a it's a luxury shoe. It's a luxury shoe experience and um, everything. I you know my fashion icon. I always have been a huge fan of Chanel. I think sort of that's a brand that it, that epitomizes. Uh, strong, capable women, and just really an iconic, classic uh, look and feel. And so for me, I wanted to make sure we imparted that. And it's the attention to detail that we've also put into the shoe. Um, For those five years of incubation, I worked on the same Scarlet 75 flagship pump in black suede. There's so much fast fashion out there where uh, people want to just continue to come up with something that has this great look. But to me, if we couldn't get the feeling right, if we couldn't go as far as we could for women and creating something stable and supportive, uh, thinking about how your foot, the texture of what's under your feet, um, just every little seam and edge, if we couldn't accomplish that, uh, you know, the rest is just another shoe brand. So for me, it was about perfecting that. And we worked very extensively with um, not only an orthotic maker, but a biomechanics, uh, 40 plus years in the market, said he really hadn't seen what we had developed. Um, now working with a podiatrist uh, and really having that whole experience of thinking about a woman's foot, not just putting on the shoe, but how you move if you're in standing, if you're walking in extended wear so that you have that support structure. Um, and, and what we've built is very different, but I appreciate you um, acknowledging the experience of, of what we're trying to do because we want it to be from the minute the box arrives that you feel a sense that this is something different. We're really trying to get something that really works for you and fits you and fundamentally is different in luxury fashion. And I didn't mention the other thing that really knocked my socks off. As I've gotten older and that little foot fat has dissipated at the bottom, it's much harder for me to wear a flat-soled shoe or a pump or any other shoe because I feel like there's just the thinnest leather between my foot and the ground. So I was so pleased to notice this small outsole. And the effect of the outsole was in opposite proportion. It made me feel like I was truly cushioned, like I was really up in the air a little bit. What is that outsole? So um, I'm glad that you noticed and mentioned that. So, um, and we worked hard on that, not only from a, a creation perspective, but a patent perspective, because we really do think it's differentiated. Uh, what we've created is a PU, so a rubberized uh, bottom. So a lot of times you can find shoes that will sort of mimic or make it look like you're having some sort of a, a little bit more traction control or rubberized base, but we have a really thick solid layer that creates an invisible platform. 
So if you ran it all the way to the edges of the shoe, it would feel more, look more like a platform, but because we've hidden it and we've focused on having some level of toe spring so that it uh, adjusts as it goes towards the toe of the shoe, it gives you the wide enough base for stability, but it also disappears under the shoe. So it still looks elegant and a very clean line. Um, and that rubber also won't break down. So you have the ability to just feel that uh, confidence and lift off the ground. I mean, I, I don't know if you've had the chance yet, but if you wear these, you know, they're, they're um, weatherproof depending on which shoe that you, you purchase. And I'm not suggesting them for snow and ice storms. We're not trying to do winter boot. But if you're out in the rain, the biggest difference I noticed, I take back to my story trying to get to Penn Station, you know, you're walking in the streets and it's raining and you're stuck and you would never realize how much normal, sh normal women's dress shoes have nothing under them. You're really like in the ground, right? You can't go anywhere near. So these lift you just that little bit off the ground that really gives you a sense of um, being separated from the ground and the elements. If you knock on the bottom of your average shoe, uh, you can hear how hollow it is. And with Scarlet Chase, not only do we have this really structured rubberized bottom unit, that's one piece. It's not an extra pad that could come off. It's a molded piece. We spent a lot of time curating. Uh, we also, when you combine it with the insole, the yummy sort of rebounding foam uh, hybrid technology insole, you have quite a bit of distance under your forefoot between you and the ground. And that's what I wanted to create for women, a sense of stability and lift under their foot. I, have you actually tested this by running 10 blocks in New York to a, catch a train? It, it, with the shoes on? Yeah. I have definitely, there's some video of, of us try, of running around and you can run in these. I don't, I probably don't want to, be pushing people too hard to do that because, you know, you, you never you don't want someone to trip and fall. But it's interesting. One of the women who I actually went to college with, who I adore, who did some of our modeling um, and is, you know, like me, she's reached her 50, you know, early 50s. And I think it's a whole new age, you know, generation where we just want to, we are, and we can, we, we really have stayed active and young and, and she runs marathons and she keeps saying, please let me run a marathon in Scarlet Chase because I love these and I can go forever in these. Um, and so maybe I'll let her give it a try and like the, the booty or the boot. Uh, but yeah, no, and we, we do have right on our website, some of the video is of one of the uh, you know, one of the young models that we had running in the shoes, jogging in the shoes. And that wasn't, it's not like a stretch to do that. They have a very solid supported base that's rubberized and they've got uh, toe spring and they've also got rebounding foam under your foot. So um, while I still prefer my running sneakers, if I'm going to go for a true run. I think it is a shoe that is so different from anything else you've worn for dress where you're literally tiptoeing on the balls of your feet just to take a step very awkwardly you can walk confidently heel to toe in these shoes. And that's, that's magic. I agree. Uh, there's an amazing range of colors you're offering and they're super saturated and lovely, and especially in the stretch suede. But can you tell me how many black pumps you had to make to get to where you felt like you could start doing other shapes and other colors? Oh my gosh. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast with a um, a sneaker brand that's done really, really well, a unique kind of sneaker. And I remember the founder saying they had done some, 
I don't know, I want to say thousand fit trials or tests or variations on prototypes. Um, I, I would venture to guess that we in the end have done maybe at least 30 rounds of adjustment, which is a lot because every time you make an adjustment and that's, and that's to the shoe, our insole is its own project. Our outsole is its own project. So we had rounds on each of those and then put the components together. So, you know, I would say that there's a good, um, and I've actually kept them all. I have a, I have a particular bin that has all of from the very first prototype we did um, through to where we are today. And, and, you know, we're not done innovating. I think that's what's really magical. There's new materials coming out all the time. We were able to move our insole to a, um, a recycled hybrid foam that wasn't available even when we started because it wasn't, uh, it had some breakdown properties that they weren't sure about. And now it's proven to be just as, uh, just as capable as its non recycled uh, version. And so for us, it's all about fit and comfort and support. But if I can do that all in a way that's sustainable, environmentally friendly, where, you know, that's sort of my day job, I've been working more in the impact space. Um, it's nice to be able to do that. So those are the innovations we hope to keep bringing uh, to the shoe brand. Um, at the end of the day, my number one goal is to make as many women as power as possible feel powerful, supported, beautiful, um, and just capable in their footwear, not worrying about what's going on in their feet, doing what they do best. That's an admirable goal. Tell me, please, you've got the pumps, boots, booties, a flat and a mule. What else do you see coming in or variations of those styles as future styles for people's feet? Yeah, it's interesting. So while we started with the notion of really wanting to create this uh, holy grail of the of the pump, which I believe it is, I believe like even with everything we can do, you're still adjusting the pitch of your foot. You're still at an elevation. I think we've done just amazing work in that space with our 55 and 75 millimeter, millimeter heels, which apply to the boots, booties, and the pumps. Um, we did add the mule and loafer line. The reason that that came up was so many people said, you know what, I, I just prefer flats, but when I put my foot in a flat, I find it still is exhausted at the end of the day and I have to grip my toes if it's a slip-on. Yeah, it's really just really not a comfortable shoe to wear and really that lack of support is as bad, problematic for long-term use, long-term wear as something that um, really, you know, has so so for us what we wanted to do with the mule and loafer is give you that slip on casual elegance whether through a loafer mule but also to give you that built-in arch support rebounding foam the exact same experience so literally our insoles are the same insole just the the tip is clipped if you're using uh, the mule, the loafer, or whether you're using our boots, booties, or pumps, we really want to keep that experience the same and give you that support because even in a flat, you need that. The rubberized bottom is also the same, same exact. So anything we do in the future, those are the requirements. Um, so as you can imagine, we're moving into sandals. Uh, we are very excited to come out with a line of sandals, wedges, black heel, dress, that's another place there is no solution for women in the market. I get a lot of requests for a dress sandal I can wear to a wedding, I can wear to an event that doesn't hurt, that I can dance in, that I can keep on. Um, and I'm really excited to do that. But because of our orthotic 
uh, rebounding foam, it's a real challenge to figure out how to integrate that into the shoe. Um, there's a lot of things out there that feel like they're sort of giving you a contour, or they're giving you some sort of uh, support, but they break down. They don't maintain their, they don't main, retain their infrastructure over time. And so for us, utilizing this specific uh, type of rebound is, is important. And so we're innovating to do that in the sandals. Um, and then the other two that I'd love to see us come to market with that we're, we've been back and forth kind of designing, uh, one is a slingback, uh, probably a kitten heel slingback will be next. And then really a flat. I mean, I would love to see us have more of a ballet flat um, that's easy wearing. A lot of people think our 55 inch heel, uh, because of the pitch change in the forefoot, is not much higher than a flat. Uh, but I still think at the end of the day, there's a lot of women out there that truly want a flat. And so we hope to add that as well. That's exciting. I just want to mention for listeners that a 55 millimeter heel is 2.1 inches and the 75 millimeter is what? It's 2.953. So it's basically three. We would so compare it to a three inch heel. Three inches. Yes. That's completely awesome. Yeah. I love that you're going into those areas. They sound actually very difficult since I've never had a supportive ballet flat and I've never had a supportive sandal. So I wish you the best of luck. Where does the team that put these innovations together work? So I am so blessed. Uh, we did some initial prototyping work overseas, but at the end, and then also obviously are producing in uh, Italy primarily, also some in Portugal now. Um, but my design team and my photography team and marketing team is all based right here in Boston, which has just been awesome. Um, my design partner, uh, Susan Ryder Design, is an amazing artist. She has worked for Nike. She's worked for Atrix. She's got some incredible industrial design talent uh, and structurally really make sure that we are delivering on the promise. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of design talent out there that will make it look gorgeous, but I need it to function in a certain way. This is all about function for us. It's all about giving you that athletic orthotic grade support and looking gorgeous while you're doing it. And so I'm just blessed to have a team that's local here that I can spend time innovating with. Our insole makers are actually also overseas. Uh, while the company is based locally here, um, our production facility is in Spain. Uh, and so you know, it's uh, kind of a treat to work across uh, into Europe and be able to take advantage of just this ama amazing craftsmanship, not just in terms of uh, being in Europe and the amazing luxury of, of the different materials there, but also just the handmade expertise that they bring to shoemaking uh, is really extraordinary. And so it's a pleasure to have the opportunity to work across these different uh, locations with our team. That just sounds like an amazingly satisfying second chapter. And I think this might be a super place for you to tell people where they can find your shoes. Absolutely. Um, so the primary way is to go to www.scarletchase.com with two T's uh, and you will find our collection. Uh, we are doing some pop-ups and I'm very excited to do yours. I'm very excited to be at Betsy Fisher Pop DC coming up here. Um, and we will be doing some pop-ups in some other locations throughout the country, um, some other stores, particularly in New England, Florida. We have uh, some, some activities planned. Um, and I should probably add that to the website calendar. We do have a newsletter. So if you 
uh, subscribe. You not only get a discount, but you'll get updated on where we're going to be and when. Um, and where we love to do fit and style consults. I think for most shoe brands, they're thinking just style. For us, it's all about fit. It's talking to the customer and really understanding what's worked for them in the past, what hasn't, uh, kind of what their foot challenges and preferences are and helping them determine what is going to be the best Scarlet Chase uh, shoe for them to start their collection with. We're so looking forward to you offering that service to our clients at Pop DC. And I'm going to encourage everybody to look for photos of me running around in my new ocean, deep ocean boots. I had to buy a new dress to go with my boots. I think a lot of us do that. <laughs> and those Clothing boots, to go with the shoes. those boots, that deep ocean color, I really want things that people can wear in multiple ways. Uh, and so while we have some amazing sort of bright pink, lava orange, mirrored silver, at the end of the day, that deep ocean is such a beautiful classic along with navy and wine and camel uh, and, of course, black that uh, there's something for there's something for everyone. But I can't wait to see you in them for sure. I'm looking forward to wearing them constantly. Sandra, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And I can't wait for our customers and anyone who's listening to have the experience of wearing Scarlet Cheek shoes. Thank you. It's great to be here, Betsy. All righty. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.